Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Welcome, everyone, to Ready, Set, Sold. Thanks so much for joining us this Saturday. Happy New Year. My goodness, another year has come upon us, and hopefully you had a fantastic year in 2017 and wishing nothing but better things in 2018. I know that we've got big plans in the works, not only on the business side of it, but with the radio program that we'll be talking about shortly, and just a lot of things happening that we're really excited about. Hope you had a fantastic, fantastic Christmas, and we had a white Christmas. Maybe the temperature wasn't quite exactly what we wanted, but we did get our white Christmas, and that's always kind of cool because we don't always get that. If you've lived in here for any period of time, it's actually kind of unusual that we actually have a white Christmas, but we got it. So hopefully hopefully you're wrapping up your holidays uh, during, uh, during this past week and getting ready for prime for the new year. With that said, we are also looking at making changes with our radio program, and we think all to the positive. We've been opening up to limited sponsorships to businesses that want to uh, be a part of Ready, Set, Sold. And we've been having some fantastic success already, but we do have a few opportunities available for businesses that want to get involved with the show and, and, and be a sponsor of the show and have the, the, the benefits of not only the show, but other packages that we have, what we do with the show, even after it's recorded. If you'd like more information, drop me a quick email. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, vote, V's and victory, O-G-T, dot com. And get some information. I will warn you, uh, you really want to act on this quickly. In fact, as we're, as we're recording this, uh, we may or may not fill up, but there could be some opportunities, if not now, down the road. So please contact us if you're a business, you're looking for opportunity to become basically the expert in your field and be able to give that information out to the listeners. Please give us a holler. You can also reach out to us on Facebook at Race That Sold with Brian Vogt. And you can also, again, Give us a call, 618-210-2451. So there's different ways you can contact us, but please do. Please contact us soon and see what's available. With that said, we're going to be talking this week about, again, the changes that we're having to the show. We're trying to make it better and better and better. And one of the reasons why I started this whole show to begin with was a book I wrote. It became a number one bestseller. Already set sold, 12 proven steps to get your home sold fast and for top dollar in St. Louis Metro East, which led to the radio station. And so the radio program has been evolving, and we're always trying to give you the best information available to get your house sold for top dollar, give you the information you need so it doesn't cost you, again, seeing things on the East Coast and West Coast from either the cable or online giving wrong information that just isn't going to work here in the heartland was very frustrating to me. And so when I wrote the book, I had that in mind. And if you're listening to the program, you have an opportunity to get it for absolutely free. And that's going to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com. Fill out some 
brief information and we will send the book to you, no strings attached. Just we want the information so that you can have success, as I believe all sellers should, of getting top dollar and a fast sale for their house. After all, it, in most cases, it's your most prized possession. It's it's your biggest asset that most people will ever sell, and you want this to go well. And by just the feedback we've gotten from the book, from sellers that have used it, used that information, they've been having some tremendous success, and I want you to have the same opportunity also. So we talked about the changes. We're bringing on more and more experts. We have some sponsors already in different fields that I think is going to really add to the show. They're going to be having a regular occurrence onto the show, so we're really excited about that. But let's also talk about what we're going to be talking about today, and that is the first segment we're going to be talking is why January is the start of the new selling season, not March. In the second segment, we're going to be talking about the importance of getting the right realtor, especially at any time of the year, but in the winter months, you want to make sure that you have that agent that has the confidence. In the third section, we're going to give you some tips, some things that you probably need to know uh, that are just good reminders you may know already in one way, but you just want to make sure you get these things done when you're selling during the winter months, and especially in January and February. The fourth segment, we're going to be talking to a leading expert, Jacqueline Schmitz of Liberty Mutual, and she's going to be talking about insurance and the importance of creating relationships, just as you do when you're creating a relationship with just about anybody that has such an important factor, a role in your, in your house, and that could be your realtor or anyone that comes to your house. So those are things that we've got coming up, and then also the tip of the week, and you really don't want to miss this one. This is a thing called coming soon. I'll go into more details about it, but you've probably seen those signs you've driven around coming soon on real estate signs and also in front of houses. And I'm going to kind of give you maybe even information about what that actually means. I think most people get it, but in case you don't, Tip of the week is going to be that and how best to use coming soon. It can be a real big advantage to you when it comes to selling your house. As I said, let's go into what I talked about starting off with, is, and that is that January, not March, is the actual new selling season. Now, I understand that you may want to wait till March, and that's fine. That's up to you. But understand that January, January 1st, January 2nd, is when the new year starts. And there's a numerous reasons for that. Number one, of why you want your house on the market and people have had some great success, it is, quite frankly, you have New Year's resolutions and people literally will be talking about how they should have bought one, a house in 2017, but the new year is upon us and they want to go out and they want to get out there and they want to get out there quickly and find the house they're looking for. Also, supply and demand. Unfortunately, for whatever reasons, there's not a lot of supply out there, especially in January. And now with the market being as hot as it's been, there's even less out there. And buyers want to see the new stuff coming out. Sellers can have tremendous success by putting their house, getting top dollar, getting a fast sale, by simply just being on the market. You'd be amazed by what success stories we've been hearing in the past, and this was last year, when the market wasn't as strong as it is this year. And so right now we're going with the positive thoughts. It's going to be another strong market, and we'll play it out. Also, the simple fact is, is we don't know what exactly three months is going to look like, and that could be in April 
we really don't know. Now, we're expecting good things, but markets will change. It's not a matter if. They will change in three months' time. So if you're in January, you know where you're at, you know where the market's at, act accordingly. Get your house on the market, get top dollar. You may wait till March, April. That may sound good, may be a good thing to do. That's fine. But remember, the market will change. Now, if it goes up, good for you. But if it takes a little dip, because we don't know how many houses are going to be coming on in the spring market, and if there's a flood of houses that can affect the timing of the sale of your house and also the price that you get. doesn't mean that it will, okay, again, but it could have that effect. So if you're ready to go, move forward, get things going, and getting your house on the market in January can be a fantastic time. I think the last thing is that sometimes there is this perception that the market stops. The market never stops. The market, there are people always looking to buy homes. And January is, again, February can be a fantastic time to get that. And the biggest factor, especially on the Illinois side in the Metro East area, is the military. The military are coming in, a new wave of military coming in. And guess what they're doing? They are now looking. They know, have a good idea, they're coming to Scott Force Base, and they are looking for houses. And we've seen people that when they put their house on the market, they have the location. They've done the upgrades, as we talked about in the book, the updates. They've got the, the flooring. They've got the painting. They've got the kitchens and bathrooms in great shape. They've got the price, price for their local area. Have tremendous success because the, the, the military, if possible, will actually come in sooner just so they can have an opportunity to, to get those houses. So, again, there's vast reasons of why you want to be able to put your house on the market. Of course, if it just doesn't work for you, you want to wait till March and April, it doesn't mean that you can't have success. But understand that you can have just as good a success in the winter months as you can during the spring, during the summer, and during the fall. With that said, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about the realtor, making sure you get the right realtor. You always want to get the right realtor at any time of the year. But the winter months, give you some things to look for when you're talking to a realtor, deciding if this is the person that you want to sell your biggest asset. In the meantime, I encourage you again. The book has had phenomenal success. You go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com. Pick up the book. And during the break, hey, like us on Facebook, at Ready, Set, Sold with Brian Vogt. We'll see you in a few. Hey, welcome back to Ready, Set, Soul with Brian Vogt. I am your host. Again, I sure hope you had a fantastic holiday season uh, in, in the fact of Christmas or whatever uh, religions or whatever you do for celebrations, the holiday season is just a good time of the year. It's just much more, hopefully, relaxed. Uh, we take take in all of our blessings that we've had over the year and moving forward to the new year. And I know I am, and hopefully you are also looking for the new year with with a lot of hope and prosperity and good things. We talked in the first segment talking about that, that that the market doesn't stop, that houses can be sold and are sold 
in the winter months, in January and February in particular. But one of the things that I would say the biggest issue that sometimes that sellers have, they're ready to go. But unfortunately, the agent they contact sometimes isn't. Not always. But sometimes they simply aren't ready to go. And if you contact an agent, and yes, it could be a good friend. It could be a past agent you used in the past. It could be a cousin, whoever it may be, someone that you trust, like, and know. And they tell you that you don't want to put your house in the market in January. You want to wait till March. You probably need to make a few more phone calls. Because simply they either don't have the knowledge, they don't have the expertise, they just don't know how don't know the know how as far as getting your house on the market and the importance of getting out there first. It happens, it's okay. But what you're looking for, as you well know, is is someone that says, Yes, of course we can get your house for top tower in a fast sale. Doesn't matter if it's January, doesn't matter if it's August, for goodness sakes, July and August can be 110 degrees out and then humidity of 100 degrees out. You can still be able to sell houses. So the weather shouldn't be a factor and the time of year shouldn't have have a lot to do with it. It doesn't mean that it won't have anything to do with it. It just means it shouldn't be the reason why you shouldn't be able to get your house sold for top dollar in a fast sale. The second part that you want to make sure of is, is if they have told you that they just don't think that they have the, you know, the, the time or the ability to put your house in the market. The second thing you want to be aware of is, is if you contact someone and they tell you, well, we'll put it on the market, but it probably won't sell till March or April. That should be alarm bells going off to you as a seller. It's one thing if they say they don't want to be, that they don't want to do it. At least they're honest about it. That's fine. But if they're telling you that they'll put their house on the market, but don't expect any results till February, I mean, till March, April, May, they've got the wrong attitude. It's simple as that. That's not the attitude you're looking for. That's not the confidence level that you should be looking for when it comes to selling your biggest asset. Whatever they're thinking, not a good idea. Actually, the problem you run into, and we've seen sellers have this before, you actually can do more harm than good. Situation that came up that a seller was putting their house in the market, and the agent said, yeah, we'll put it on there, but we're not going to do open houses, and yeah, we'll do some marketing but we're really going to gear up for the March and April for the spring market. Number one, why are you putting it on the market? Understanding that with technology today, within a week's time, 80, 85% of all potential buyers are going to be seeing your house. Okay, that's important. You're on the market. So in this situation, they took the realtor's advice, unfortunately, and then didn't worry about having open houses, didn't worry about the marketing, other things that you could do to get the house sold. March, April comes up, new market, new houses, and new houses were popping up all around them. And now, new, two, three, four days, they've got 60, they've got three months worth of days on market. Perception is reality in this business. I cannot stress that enough. And buyers perceived, rightly or wrongly, if your house is still on the market, it must not be the right price. And so in this situation, they went past other houses 
and bought other houses in the, the seller's neighborhood that compared very well with the days on market, perception versus reality. In the end, it took almost six months for that house to sell. Six months. And they didn't get the pricing they wanted because of the time, the days on market that it was at. It became much more of a struggle and much more of a pain of just being in limbo month after month, day after day, worrying about what was going to happen. So that's when I say, if an agent is telling you that they're just going to kind of test the market and see if it works out, get another agent. Simple that. Simple as that. Get another agent. Talk to a few more agents out there. That's not what you want. It can create a lot of harm, a lot of pain, a lot of anguish. And I just gave you one story where that happened. I can tell you there's numerous stories out there where people have that. It's the same insight when I hear people talk in December. I hear even sometimes agents, but sellers saying, well, we'll just throw in the market in December just to see what happens. Well, that's okay if that's what you want to do. But hopefully your agent is thinking totally differently and going out there saying, hey, you know what, let's also sell this this house because that's what you hired me to do. So that can be really, really important. Those are two factors that you really, really want to make sure that you have when you're talking with an agent. The experience, so they've seen this market before. They've sold houses in January and February and, and March and really all during the year. You may not know this, but the average agent nationally only sells four houses a year. The average agent, four houses a year. So it could very well be the agent you're talking, even as I mentioned before, they're a friend or somebody that you know, just doesn't have the experience of selling in a winter market. There are a few things that you need to know if you're the agent and he's a seller, and we're going to be talking about that in the next segment more in depth. But mainly it's a mindset that you can get your house sold for top dollar in a fast sale. Remember, if your house is ready to go, there's no reason why you shouldn't be have the confidence and your agent have the confidence to have successful sale and make things um, happen in a very short period of time. With that said, we're going to be talking more again about the tips that you can do when selling your house during the winter months. You want to stay, uh, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, the book, the book has got this information and much, much more available to you as far as the timing, as far as what you need to do to get your house prepped, to get it sold, whether that be in the winter months or whether that be even in the spring months, if you still decide to do that. Has that information, all you need to do is go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and pick up the, pick up the uh, book. A few pieces of information that you'll need. We'll send the book right out to you. No strings, nothing attached to it. Use the information. Heck, maybe you have a friend that's thinking about selling. Order the book for them. Either way, I want to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to get this information so they can have success. Whether you use me or you don't, that's not the point. The point is, is that you need this information. It's been proven to work for past sellers. And I have no doubt it will work for you also. So after a few short breaks, we're going to be talking about the tips that you need to know when you're putting your house in the market in the winter months, in January and February. We'll be back after a few short messages.
Welcome back to Race Episode. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you've got your plans already in place for the new year, New Year's Eve. Whether that is sitting in front of the TV and watching watching the ball come down, or if you're maybe going out to an event in the St. Louis Metro East area, whatever you're doing, I hope you have a blast. And also, of course, be safe. For goodness sakes, that's important. Well, as I mentioned before, we talked in the last segment about making sure you have the right agent. They have to have the mindset. They have to have the confidence. They have to have the knowledge to get your house on the market and having a a fast sale, but top dollar. I want to stress that top dollar in the winter months. So here's some tips, though, as a home seller that you might want to be aware of. Some of these things are in the book. Some of these things I've added. But the number one thing that I want you to be aware of is make sure that your heating is working properly and that you have it at a comfortable level when you're having your house shown. I cannot tell you how many times buyers walk into a house during the winter months, it's cold outside, and the house feels cold. That's perception versus reality. And perception is, well, do you keep do you keep that house so cold because you can't afford the utility bills? Do you keep the house so cold because the heater doesn't work quite as well? Do you keep it on because maybe it's on its last legs and it can't just make it any further? All these things we've heard from buyers, everything I just said, buyers have said. It doesn't mean that your house won't sell because you don't have the heating correct, but you get the perception, and it puts doubt. And we've seen that offers that do come in on houses that have that turned down don't seem as strong as houses that have it at a normal setting. What they don't think about is the fact is that you're probably at work and you've gotten into the habit of lowering the thermostat. Nothing wrong with that. But again, when you're selling your house, you want to spend those extra few bucks and make sure that it's comfortable. You want them to be staying. You don't want to get them too cold, and I've seen that happen. The buyers literally leave because the house is too cold. So you want to make sure it's at a good rate, maybe a little bit of a degree or two higher than what you normally would have so it's comfortable. You want to be able to brag that you have a heater that works great and that your house is going to be a house that they can live in for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Second tip is, because of the heating thing, we have seen this. It rarely happens, but we have seen people not only shut their blinds so it's dark and gloomy, but they've actually put in blankets over their blinds Okay, when they're trying to sell their house. That is not the impression that you want to give. I don't care what your situation is with your heating system. You're now telling the person that there is a problem with insulation, with whatever, the glass, maybe the windows aren't very good. All those things, perception, creates a problem in a buyer's mind, and that is going to either affect a no-sale, which is possible, or if you do get a sale, they're going to be taking off of that because they're putting doubt in the buyer's mind. Perception is reality when it comes to buying a home. The next step is have things prepared for if the snow and the ice does come. And yes, on occasion it does, but let's face it, we really don't usually get those bad of winters, that much snow, 
that much ice, all those things don't usually happen. If they do, they're things we tell about our parents, excuse me, we we tell our kids and our uh, grandkids years down the road. So we usually have pretty mild winters, but you want to make sure that you have things prepared, that you have an ability, if you have a neighbor child or if you have a business owner that maybe you hire out, to get the sidewalk taken care of, to get make sure the driveway, the snow and ice, not only for safety reasons, but by having that done, it just takes one less thing, one less work that they may have to do. Again, if you have a long sidewalk, they may be thinking as they're walking through the snow, trudging, that, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to clean this off. Perception is reality. want to make sure you have those taken care of, and also there's a safety factor. The next step that you want to think about is, is getting an extra rug. Here's the good news. Most buyers and agents are very, very, very considerate when it comes to going into your house. They want to wipe off their feet. They don't want to trudge in snow or ice or anything. And that not only the winter months, but that's throughout the entire year. But having an extra rug, so you may have the first rug when you first walk in the door, but then have a second rug, just so they can double wipe their feet. They'll actually appreciate that. Again, they want to make sure that they're not doing anything that's going to create a problem for you as a seller and potentially their own house. You know, this is the house that they may buy. They sure in the heck don't want to get it dirty. Same thing is if you're going outdoors, you might want to make sure that you have another rug or two if you're going out to a deck. We talked about sidewalks before and driveways. It's good to have the deck taken care of. Most times if it's snowing or it's really cold, people will go to the deck and they'll kind of look at the outside, but they usually don't walk around, but they might. It's no big deal either way. But having that deck cleared off is is also a great tip. And then the last thing, the last thing that I want to say is, is, is have the confidence that you're going to get your household and you and your agent should have some success. By using just those tips I mentioned to you, you can have some fantastic success. With that, we're going to be talking with Liberty Mutual, Jacqueline Schmidt, talking about insurance and what you should be looking for in a agent. We'll be back soon. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Boat. And as I mentioned in our earlier segment that we have a special guest today, and I'm so happy to have her on the line. Jacqueline Schmidt, she is a leader when it comes to insurance at Liberty Mutual. She's had some fantastic success, uh, Rookie of the Year, all kinds of accolades that she has done. And what I love about her, she does the insurance. She works with people helping with their insurance needs. But she also has a, has a family of four. She has four children. And so she really kind of understands, she gets it, whether you're a single person, whether you are married and you have kids, she kind of gets the whole perspective. And one of the things I wanted to have her on for today is talking about the difference between having an online, meaning is going online, and it doesn't mean that they're all bad, that you can have some success with it when you're looking for insurance. But, but when you're really trying to find out a little bit more detail, Nothing beats having a personal phone call. And, and just before we started this program, we were talking about the importance of, of actually having a conversation with, a, with an expert. And maybe you can, Jacqueline, go on a little bit more about how important that is and how you've seen success with that. 
Sure, absolutely. Thanks, Brian. So um, when it comes to your insurance, um, you know, there are, people are in different places in their life all the time and, and needs change. Um, we may start off, you know, um, getting off of our parents' policy and, you know, moving on to our own to then getting married and having children, um, getting through, you know, your working years and then coming to retirement. All of these um, life-changing situations do present an opportunity where your insurance needs will change. So if you are consistently looking at just what you always had rather than consulting and making sure that you have the coverage that you actually need, um, that becomes, you know, something that you shouldn't be doing online. So, um, you know, we typically say that consumers are not equipped to, to self-diagnose. I mean, if something was changing in your medical life, you wouldn't automatically run to WebMD and, um, you know, self-diagnose yourself. So similar type of thing. Um, as our needs change, we definitely need to make sure that um, they're being addressed appropriately. I, a quick example, I had a client who, um, right when they first got married, had state minimum on their auto insurance, which may have been exactly what they needed at that time. Uh, fast forward 20 years later, they had not reviewed their insurance or done anything. I sat down with them at their kitchen table, and they own a half-million-dollar home and uh, were had a lot of liability there um, and were highly at risk. So we got them you know, set up appropriately and actually we're able to save them money because sometimes when you're doing what you should, it surprisingly saves you money, especially when you don't review things um, on a consistent basis. So uh, that's, that's a big thing when it comes to having a local agent versus just going online. Um, also, you know, we do hear a lot when it comes to claims. You know, I have this little fender bender or a windshield claim or what have you. When you have an 800 number, when you call in, everything's recorded, everything's ready to go. They're there to help you make that claim. However, sometimes you need consulting. Should I really do this? How will this affect my rates next year or every six months or what have you? Um, you know, do I have this coverage? Do I have that? Uh, because the worst thing you want is to have go in and start a claim and then not have it fulfilled or then deny it or what have you because of whatever the situation may be. So again, a great example as to why it's good to have a local agent uh, before actually heading out to make your claim. Um, another thing too is people have the perception that it's cheaper online, and that isn't always the case, especially if you're not setting it up correctly uh, for yourself. So you know, again, it's always good to make sure, especially with somebody that can look at options for you, um, you know, really making your local agent work for you rather than just going to this website and then that website and then a third and a fourth and a fifth website to see what best rate you can get. A lot of local agents do have the ability to shop carriers. They pretty much have a lead line that they will go with, um, but of course not everybody fits into the same bubble, which is why there's competition. Um, and so it's good to have somebody that has the ability to do that for you. Um, I mean, just an example, the other day I was talking with a client and um, she actually was a longtime family friend, but we kind of lost touch base or lost bases and we reconnected and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a hard time with this um, on a particular claim. And I actually said, that's a really great company, but unfortunately you just don't have the representation that you need. She was, well, I thought I would get it cheaper just by doing it online. And 
we uh, actually re-looked at everything for her and were able to definitely save her some money and even help her through the rest of that claim. Um, so again, it's just how you handle everything and how you're able to help people. And again, people are in different walks of life, so it's important to, to make sure that you understand where they're coming from before even starting to make those recommendations on insurance. You, you know, what I'm hearing, Jacqueline, that I love, and I think it's so important, and it ties into real estate, too, with agents, but also with insurance, and that is you're talking about relationships, that, you know, you, that you're taking the time to find out what the person's needs and wants and concerns are, and not just doing a blanket policy uh, catch-all that may or may not work for someone. And I think Very that's good. really important when you're dealing with your biggest asset are your second biggest asset, which is usually your car. All those things are so, so important. So I love what you said about the idea that, you know, you don't, you don't know who you're going to get. And you may get a good person, and it does happen sometimes, but you may not get that person that just signed on, you know, a week ago. And they don't, they don't have the experience. They don't have the knowledge of someone like you as a local professional the lay of the land, and that's one of the things that we hear a lot of times is is that they don't know what the St. Louis market looks like. They don't know where the houses are. They don't know the areas. They don't know the uh, Metro East areas. So all those things, what I'm hearing from you is, is, is great things and it makes an advantage of having a local insurance agent, correct? Oh, very true, yes. Um, and most specifically, you brought that back up about real estate. Every market's a little bit different, and making sure that we truly understand replacement value um, as a critical component or um, the, the roofs in our lovely area and how critical it is to make sure we have the right coverage for those, um, just because that is things that we see here that we might not see in another market. So uh, that is very true. Awesome. Jacqueline, we ran out of time here, but thank you so much. Jacqueline Schmidt from Liberty Mutual. Uh, again, top top agent, top person. Best way to contact her is Jacqueline, J-A-C-L-Y-N dot Schmitz, S-C-H-M-I-T-Z at LibertyMutual.com with further questions. Again, Jacqueline, thank you so much. And we'll be back with Ready, Set, Soul. We'll be talking about the tip of the week. See you then. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Soul. Hopefully you've got all your New Year plans already set to go and you're just waiting for that big ball to drop. In the meantime, let me tell you my tip of the week, and that is coming soon. Coming soon, I think most sellers know it, but in case you don't, coming soon is a great way to market your home and get top dollar and a fast sale. And what it just means is that many times that the seller you don't have everything ready to go. Maybe you need the cleaning person to come in. Maybe you need to get those carpetings clean one more time. Maybe there's something needs to be painted. But it's a very short period of time. And so in that situation, ideally five days. So you would put a coming soon, being that you're on the market, but you're not going to be having showings until the weekend, until those things get done. Maybe there's numerous things. It's a very good way of not only making sure your house is in great shape, but also drawing attention to your house. Having an open house then on a Saturday or possibly a Sunday and start letting people come in. 
Now, one thing is about coming soons, they don't work for every house. You just don't. But if your house qualifies, kind of like open houses, you can have some phenomenal success. We've seen people that use the coming soon. Again, you're prepping your home. You still have things you need to get done. But while you're getting that done, you're building a buzz around your house. And we've seen situations where three, four, or five people, when you tie it in with an open house, buyers will come in. And just recently, we saw a seller get a full price offer in the first day it actually was available for buyers to look at it. You can have those type of successes, and just so you know, you can have those in the wintertime. You can have those anytime. But make sure that your agent at least talks to you about it coming soon. If your house qualifies for it, make sure that they have it in their toolbox. Unfortunately, on the Illinois side, for whatever reason, about 90% of the agents don't either want to use it or won't use it for whatever those reasons are. So you want to make sure that your agent has the ability and has the working knowledge to have some great success and having a coming soon sign up for your house. You'd be amazed some of the things that we've heard, not just on the Illinois side, but actually throughout the country. St. Louis has seen it have tremendous success. Metro East, same thing, can have that same success. Make sure that your agent is aware and has working knowledge of coming soon. Have some great success. With that said, I want to thank my special guest, and that is Jacqueline Schmitz of Liberty Mutual for her information. I want to thank everyone for this past year for all of your support, for all the great listeners I've had out there and the success that the program has been able to generate, not only for me, but for other people that have been on the radio program. With that, I wish you the happiest of New Year's, and we will see you next week on Ready, Set, Sold. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.